And now we hear the wife of Jared Arthur. Should we ask her how gentle of a lover she is? Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Jared, could could you could you have her verify how gentle of a lover you are? I don't know. I don't think that eighteen-inch dildo is fitting up there. Hello everybody, welcome to the Manius podcast in the known universe where we discuss men, their perfect bodies and beautiful smiles. No homo. As always, I am your host Kmis and I am joined by my lovely co-host, my dear Q-Tip. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and we are straight as a pretzel. And just for this week, we have a special guest, a Star Wars aficionado, fellow co-host and a good friend of... Wait, no, that's still Jared. <laughs> Wait, let me see. Rasputin of the West. No, Wadman Orgy. I mean, kinda, but not really. Führer of my heart. No, that's still not you. Who the fuck are you again? Greetings, my name is Kyle, and I'm here to not only sweep you off, the, off your feet, I am here to completely derail this whole thing. That is my plan. A, B through Z. Well, considering we're starting almost 30 minutes late, we, you've done a good job derailing us so far. Because we were all here on time. I really want one of those, like, mission accomplished banners behind me that I can just, like, pull and just... <laughs> good job. You know, because banners are really great for audio-only podcasts. Right, I know. I'm trying to get as many visual gags as I can into this. Well, who knows? If this footage turns out good, uh, you might get to see our lovely, lovely faces. Except Kyle. Yeah, I I drew like a paper plate face. I mean, hell, yeah. you're never gonna see this. I just got like a paper <laughs> plate face mask. His face is really gross. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I'll shave later. <laughs> I mean, honestly, none of us are very attractive, so. Oh, Ouch. fucking brutal! Throwing your co-host under the bus, Chemist. You looking for a new co-host? <laughs> I mean, I love both of you to death, and I'd say yes anytime, but. uh... Yeah, if we're honest, we're all average. Oh, absolutely. I mean, my penis is even average. Like, two inches is average. I mean, wait, what? <laughs> you know, this is a show we can talk about dick size. How big is your dick? Completely honestly? Yeah. About six. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty, that's, that's pretty close to average, yeah. Yeah. Like, I figure once you start getting down to, like, the sixteenth of an inch, you're, you're getting a little bit too into the minutiae here. Yeah, I'm I'm about six inches too, so. Yay! Camus, Camus, Camus. Yeah, you already said it. You just didn't hear me. Yeah, six. Or, as we like to call it, 15 centimeters. Ooh, yeah. spicy. 15 centimeters yeah, sounds better. You know, you just have to use smaller units so the number is bigger. Yeah, I've got about 150 millimeters. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure this is what centimeters were invented for, measuring dick size. Yeah, you know, let's just not worry about standardizing measurements and all that jazz. Nah, make your dick sound bigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, this is wonderful. Yeah, it is. Uh, this is normally where I was supposed to say what the gay agenda for this week is, but I think we've already established this. Yeah. Yeah, aside from our FMK lists, we don't have anything planned because we were just going to bullshit and 
I apparently talk about our dicks. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, we've all uh, we're all fairly open fellows, and we all have podcasting experience outside of this, especially me. So, what? What really? You? What else do you do? Yes. Cross promotional shit, dude. <laughs> Why I'm the producer and host of uh, the lovely video game project podcast, Video Game Logic. Okay, hold up. Lovely might be lovely might be stretching it a little bit. I'm very lovely. <laughs> also, fuck you. So, any artists, go ahead, ship us. I don't care. In fact, I'll find it quite amusing. Well, you're the only slightly artistic person that ever contributes to the show that I'm aware of. So, I guess you're gonna have to do that. We haven't done any postness in a while. Well, that's because my work schedule got... It went from being busy to ridiculous to now they might be trying to kill me. But um, that's neither here nor there. But yeah, there was some tell of like uh, exploits, I guess, as a topic. This week are just inter- uh, amusing stories of a uh, sexual nature. Yeah, I can I can play that game. Okay, okay. Because I've got a, I've got a pretty good opening one. It's fairly tame, but uh, deals with me messing with my uh, college roommate, which was a very fun hobby of mine. Um, back when I was uh, back when I was in college or university, uh, for our European listeners, I had this roommate. Let's call him Mike because that was his name, and uh, <laughs> so he was one of those that had been born into money and basically never had to work a day in his life. Very sheltered guy. And if I had to guess, probably very confused just because he grew up in a very Republican family, but like he kept asking a lot of questions like, Oh, is it, why, why is, why do I think that guy's cute? I'm like, cause you're attracted to dudes. And he's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> Ran away. Um, but, uh, so he, he was a very interesting case. <laughs> so, um, at the time, Melanie and I hadn't been dating for very long. Uh, Melanie's my fiance. To uh, those who are uh, listening, who have no idea who the hell I am, bragging, <clears throat> bragging rights. Well, I don't know. I think Jared wins bragging rights because he's married. But I uh, yeah, I got a big jump on you. I'm married and I've got a kid, so you got some catching up to do. Well, the kid part, I could probably have that happen on Monday. Hold my beer. <laughs> here, hold my here, hold my scotch. I got to drive out to Chicago. A quick second. <laughs> um. <laughs> So we had like a three-level apartment. Um, it was like a little townhouse that was smashed up against a couple of other townhouses. And so the floors were super thin. And so Melanie and I had just finished like watching a movie or something in the basement. And we're like, I think Fuge is upstairs. We called him Fuge. But uh, it's like, we think Fuge is upstairs. We should mess with him. So we just start making the most random fucking noises we could think of that sounded like weird kinky sex going on but it wasn't we were just laughing our ass off messing with them and so we went upstairs about 15 when i'm talking weird noises i'm talking um and i apologize for your audio in advance we're talking like, <laughs> stuff like way the fuck louder and so um wait those are not your normal sex noises we'll get to that of course we will and so um and so we go upstairs and his eyes are about the size of dinner plates just like staring at us like what the fuck just happened in that basement <laughs> and so we went upstairs and just acted like nothing happened and you know we're like giggling under our breath like <laughs> fucking idiot and so um we go upstairs and uh like i found out later from one of my uh, other friends that mike had not only called one of my other friends to take him out of there he apparently was like 
way traumatized by the experience, which should make me feel a lot worse than it actually does. But um, I don't know. That's like my opening salvo of sort of sexual stories. <laughs> I mean, if you know, if he still feels traumatized, you can just give him my my contact information. I actually lost track with the dude. Last time I heard, he was actually modeling in Japan, but I have no idea if that's still a thing. That's really cool. Yeah, he was an interesting character, let me put it that way. We did not end college on the best of terms. Yeah, I know a few people like that. Fair enough. Okay, so for my first story, uh, this is like one of my favorite stories to tell. When I was in college, I was a freshman, maybe a sophomore. Um, the girl that I was dating at the time, like she still lived at home with her parents. Like I lived at it in a dorm and she wasn't like going to school or anything. She just lived at home. And so whenever I would go to her house, which was like an hour drive away from where I went to school and we would go do stuff, we'd always have to leave the house and go have sexy time in the car or whatever. And so, uh, I mean, and she lived out in the middle of nowhere, like never any cars after dark or, you know, never cops or anything. So we go to our usual spot, we're in the back, we're getting busy, and uh, from out of nowhere, blue lights. Ooh. And we're like, fuck, that's a cop, shit, fuck, get out. And like, I panic. Like, we both panic, but as she gets off of me, like, I just come everywhere. Because I'm like, <laughs> sca- it's, it's like, it's not a good one either, it's just like, oh god, like, I'm scared. I'm like... like <laughs> I'm like 19. I'm like, you know, I'm going to go to jail for public indecency or whatever. And so, like, I just, like, spray the inside of the back seat of my car with cum. And she's like, clean it up. He's going to see in. And, like, he comes and he knocks on our window, like, after, like, we've got our pants, like, pulled back up and everything. But he, like, knocks on our window and we get out of the car. And, like, he ha- we go through this whole conversation. He's like, he's like okay, I'm just going to give you guys a warning and uh you can go and like my my girlfriend was like no we weren't doing anything we were just sitting in the back talking and and i was like yeah i mean we were gonna do stuff but you showed up because like he wasn't like having any of that at all and he was like okay so he leaves and we're like okay i look down my pants are unbuttoned and my belt is undone (laughs) i was so nervous i hadn't noticed so the whole time it's like she my girlfriend's like yeah we weren't doing anything i'm standing there with like my boxers showing and like my belt undone it's like that's fantastic (laughs) breathe fun times fun times (laughs) then i had to go clean up my car because i'd sprayed cum all over the back of the passenger seat (laughs) i don't know you could leave that there as like a sign of dominance no i cleaned it up so yeah, that was my uh, my first story. It's probably the funniest story that I have. Maybe I should have saved it for last, but I prefer to open strong. Clearly. Come on strong and then leave them wanting at the end. I don't know. You definitely came on strong in that story. Bam! All right. Chemist, do you have any stories? I know that, you've, as you've said on the show before, that you're a virgin still, but, I mean, have you ever done anything sexy or silly or... Well, I cannot really say about any stories of mine and this week definitely nothing happened that could change that however there is one slightly funny story because uh, I am living with my brother's in-law brother and we're also renting one more room and last year the uh, the person that was renting the room was some girl that she and her boyfriend did stuff well 
They only did stuff when they thought they were alone, it's just they were really shitty at determining whether they're alone or not. <laughs> so one day, they thought we left for the weekend, my flatmate did, I didn't, and I come early, and apparently they decided that they should shower together, and as I am entering the room, uh, as I am entering the flat, uh, he leaves the bathroom, naked. So, what would a normal person do? I don't know, but I just blocked blocked the door to his room, uh, or her room, and held out my hand and said, Hello, I'm Dominic. How are you? <laughs> because this was the first time we have actually met. <gasps> you know, just established dominance. <laughs> and he tried to get behind me, but... This was kind of awkward because he didn't really want to touch me for obvious reasons. And I just... That was pretty funny. Checks out. Checks out. Legit. Yeah. But this is pretty much the only thing that I can tell. All right. Fair enough. Kyle, where do you land on showering together? Um, It conserves water and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I, I don't... The older I get, the more I'm like, nah, I want my private shower time where nobody talks me or touches me. Well, you and I are the same age, so I haven't quite hit that point yet. That might come after marriage, but I don't know. It's probably where I am, like, in relate, like, yeah, in, in marriage and stuff. Because, I mean, we used to shower together all the time, and it was lots of fun. And then, like, we've just started doing it less and less as time goes on. And now I'm like, yeah, no, I don't just, nobody touches me when I shower. I can be alone. It depends if I want to get clean or if I just want to have a good time. Because... <clears throat> depends on whether you want to get clean or do you want to get dirty well see here's the thing <clears throat> anybody who's ever said that shower sex is the best thing ever is lying through their teeth yeah that's hot tub sex <laughs> uh yes and um but uh one time Nelson and i were in college um we've been trying this for a little while but it's just awkward angles i'm taller than she is so it's like and the floor is wet you don't really want to slip around too much and so one time we finally lined it up exactly right and so i start going to town and it's like okay yeah this is great this is great this is great and all of a sudden just from the friction in the water all we hear is <laughs> and we're both just trying to power through it by being mature adults and we're, uh, and we're just like yep yep straight face and then after about 30 seconds we both look at each other and just crack up laughing and we just both realize that neither of us are mature enough for showers <laughs> no see that's like the best part about sex like those intimate moments like if you were like having a doing it with a stranger or whatever like that stuff's awkward but with your longtime partner it's like yes this is hilarious, and we can laugh about it and be like, hey, remember that one time we tried to have sex in the shower, but we made farting noises instead? <laughs> yep, that's basically how it went. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, that's uh, wonderful. Uh, but no, I mean, you can tell it's true love uh, with your partner, De like, depending on how, like, much fun you can have over, like, how much um, serious drama you can have. Like, I think Melanie described it the best as if I was super, like, I love you so much, Melanie. Oh, I don't know why I'm French in this example. But um, if I was like that all the time, she wouldn't be able to stand me. But also, if I was just like jokey fun times all the time, she probably wouldn't be able to stand me. So it's a good mix. And Using Apollo, uh, using Apollo style <laughs> communication for sex one time, that was fun too. I know I've told that story, but I don't know if I've told it on air. Nope. I don't know if I've actually heard you tell that story. I don't remember Really? It. Yeah, I am really open about this one. Okay, so like I said, this was back when I was living with um, 
with Mike, and he didn't really understand the sock on door rule because we shared a room even though we were in an apartment because there were four dudes living in this apartment, which that was fun. So uh, one time, I think we like we just watched Apollo 13 or we just got done watching When We Left Earth or something. And uh, I'm like, you know, we could we could kind of weirdly spice this up by using NASA like 1960s Apollo docking terms for everything, like rolling, <laughs> pitching, and yawing. <laughs> I think I might have just killed Jared. I picked a bad time to take a drink of coffee. You did, and so oh, and so she was game for that. And so we heard Fuge come up the stairs. We heard him listen for a second, and then we heard him leave. But the whole time, it's like. All right, I am five by five. I am thrusting forward. All right, reverse thrust, thrusting for. Okay, rolling five degree. Okay, we are five, but we are five by five. Okay. <laughs> and so that just over the course of like about forty minutes was was what happened. And <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. Houston, we have no problems. <laughs> So that, that was the one time I heard him come up and have the common sense to not walk in the room. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever had anyone walk in on me while I was having sex. I mean, I guess the cop technically, but... I have several times because we have shitty roommates. Yeah, well, I mean, aside from in college, I've always lived by myself. So I've never had to worry about that. But in college, like, I rarely did anything in the dorms because all of... We didn't have co-ed dorms, and so, like... It was really frowned upon to have girls in your dorm, except at, like, specific times on the weekend. What? In Tennessee? No. Yeah. We're not backwards here at all. So it was just, like, never worth it to try and sneak someone up to the dorm, because I didn't want to get in trouble. So, yeah, I've never dealt with that. I mean, that having been said, I I, uh, I was commenting before the show started. Um, it's kind of interesting how the first guest you have on the show is a mostly straight dude <laughs> from a red state. <laughs> and so... Uh, that having been said, there was one time I considered dating a dude. One time. And that was more just because we connected on a really personal level. And I was like, yeah, I could see this happening. And I'm like, nah, I'm already in a relationship. I don't want to screw this up. That was my story. Who were you in a relationship with? Was this Mel or was it Still Mel. Else? Yeah, it was still Mel. Okay. And it was just like, yeah, I could torpedo this, but nah, I feel like this guy's a little more flingy than, uh, than I would be. Look, I mean, for being... For being as open-minded as I am, I'd still do have certain uh, certain values here as far as um, the way that sex should be interpreted. It really should just be between two consenting people. That's it. That that's that's my whole spiel. Yep, those are some pretty strict values right there. I know, two consenting I know. people. I know, and I'm sorry if that gets me kicked off the show and never brought back. Uh, I don't know. Consent, I mean, marriage. Look, uh... marriage should be between a person and a person. I don't know. I don't know, there's some sexy animals out there. <laughs> and some delicious-looking inanimate objects. Oh, man. I don't know about sexy, but deer look delicious. That's uh, that's, that's my that's my values. I don't, they belong on the grill. As you drink whiskey. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if I'm a cliche or not. <laughs> <laughs> got any more stories you want to tell, or you want me to tell another one? Uh, you can tell another one. I've, 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 I've got one more, if you've got one loaded up. Uh, I don't have one ready to go, so if you want to tell yours, and then I'll think of another story to tell. So I'm trying to think of something more interesting than just like, yeah, I had sex with someone one time. It was pretty great, guys. Sex is awesome. Okay. This one I'm actually not going to use real names for, just because it'll become apparent later. Um, so, in high school, 
there was uh, there was this one uh, there was this one girl who um, had kind of a thing for me, and there are some deal breakers on physical appearance. Now, mostly it's like uh, you know emotional connection and, and you know that kind of stuff when it comes to uh, picking a partner and whatnot. This girl was fucking hideous, dude. I, I feel bad saying it, but she committed the faux pas of having consecutive missing teeth. Oh. Yeah, that's it's a pretty big turnoff for me. Um, not to mention she... She's not dumb, but she's not conventionally smart either, and didn't know when to shut the hell up. So, she... Uh, from high school, right up until literally today, has been continually trying to get me to, um, you know, like, oh, pick me, I'm such a good match. I'm like, mm, no, you're not. And so one time, uh, we were out on this hike. Somehow we get separated from the rest of the group. And uh, this is November in Michigan. And I don't know if you've ever been in Michigan in November. It's cold, it's rainy, it's wet, it's windy, it's gross. So we are out in the dunes. And I'm like, ah, shit, uh, we should probably get back with the rest of it. I turn around, she's just like buck-ass naked in the middle of this like cold, rainy storm. She's like, this is the perfect time. I'm just like, no, no, I don't think it is. You should probably get your clothes back on. She's like, but we're alone. I said, we're in a public, like, state park. We are definitely not alone. So we're in, like, the like base of this dune crater, and she's sitting here trying to play seductress on me, and it's not happening because it's just like, ah, I came out here with a group of friends, and you kind of just inserted yourself into this. And so, and so as she's, um, like, trying to convince me of all of this, she uh, she's like, but we're totally alone. Up on the hills, the rest of our group found us. Hey! We gotta go, guys! Put your clothes back on! And it's just like she turned about beat red. I'm like, see, we ain't alone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not as good as the Apollo story, but realistically, I kind of intended to climax and crescendo and just arrive with the uh, Apollo story, but it's like, no, you need more stories. You arrived too early. Boing. <laughs> okay, so I actually thought of two stories while you were telling your stories. One of them is similar to yours that you just told, so I'll start with that one and use it as like a segue. Uh, so when I was in high school, there was there was this girl that had a thing for me, and she was not pretty. She was very <laughs> ugly. She really looked like someone had hit her in the face with a shovel. It was terrible. But... God, she had really huge boobs. Like, <laughs> ginormous. And so it was it was Christmas time and uh, we had this one teacher who like loved to like, you know, go all out and decorate and she put mistletoe in her room. Oh god, no. And uh I was like I was I, like I was friends with this teacher. Like we're still friends to this day. And I was in her room helping her do something and she left and this girl came in. And she was like, hey, Jared. And, like, she's got the mistletoe above her head. And I was, like, I was single at the time. I had just broken up uh, from another relationship that I was in. And I was like, why not? Let's do this. <laughs> so I, I kissed her. And she was like, which was a mistake. That started a very long road of stalkerish to get rid of. Yes. And. But she was like, she was like, so do you want to, maybe we could, like, go out later? And I was like. Again, thinking with my dick going, sure, why not? Nobody oh, has to find out. Dude. So we went out, and we go to the movie theater to go see a movie. And I don't even remember, like, what movie it was or anything. I mean, it was late November, early December, so it was cold. We we were sitting in the car, and we got to talking, and we were like, 
we're just gonna miss them she was actually a rather interesting girl like you know dumbass teenage me like only judging people based on their looks she was actually really smart interesting all that stuff and we just had a really nice really long conversation missed the movie and everything but i was like i've got to go to the bathroom and then we'll go get dinner so i'll be right back so i went to the movie theater went to the bathroom came back and she's in the back seat naked oh shit but unlike you who was like no we shouldn't do this i totally went for it okay and how'd that end it was terrible sex but god she had huge boobs (laughs) (laughs) i mean look it's like they were they really were like like huge i really like the use of a visual example on an audio only podcast i know i know i know you will be able to hear him going back and forth in a chair, so that kind of pays a picture. He went back like three meters. It was impressive. <laughs> she had huge boobs. Like, the the term melons, I think, was invented for this girl. And then that started a really, a, a short fling that turned into like nine months of stalking. Alicia didn't turn into nine months of something else. Like, I was a senior and moved away to college and she like showed up one day at college and was like hey and i was like you need to leave now so that was fun yay not really fun uh and then movies that's another excellent segue to my other story that is a little more funny was there a segue i think i missed it you said movies but i didn't is is there a segue what you segued off jared could you please point out the segue a little bit more please yeah I was at the theater, and then my next story is also at a different theater. So, that's my segue. Were you at the theater? I think I missed that. I don't know. You're going to need to be a bit more sweary and explicit about this. Maybe later. <laughs> when we're alone. Wink. Alright. But anyway, so yeah, last story. I was dating... Were we dating, or did I just take her out? It was my. It was the summer between... Uh, high school and college we'd been on a couple of dates and we went to the drive-in theater and it was an oddly cold or oddly cool like may night it was maybe 60 degrees outside Uh, i don't know what that is in celsius right off the top of my head but it's something like 15 okay okay so that's what it was outside uh and they were it was like double feature night or whatever so you show up the drive-in you pay your money and you get to watch two movies and we actually watched the first movie but we didn't watch the second movie and we steamed up the entire back, like all of the windows in the car after having sex for 20 or 30 minutes. And afterwards, afterwards, uh, I had to go to the bathroom and she wanted from concessions or whatever. Obviously, we had been in a, in a car, so there was also movement. And I get out of the car and I go start walking up to concessions. And there's this guy that I know who was there. And uh, his name was John. It doesn't really matter. Fuck you, John, if you're listening. I hated you anyways. <laughs> She's called out. Holy crap. John was John was like, oh, what, are you, what are you doing over there? Your car's all fogged up and you've been bouncing? Yeah, your mom was bouncing on my dick, bitch. <laughs> and and the, the girl, like, had been listening and she leans out and she's like, sweetie, you just go on back home now. As soon as he comes, as soon as daddy comes back, we're going to have some more fun. And he was like, oh, I hate you. And he left. So fuck you, John. Fuck you, John. I hated you. Fun times. I don't know. One of the most interesting things is like, and you can't do this for too long because it'll drive you bonkers, but you like look back and you're like, man, that was a dumb decision. Why did I do that? Or you look back and you're like, man, what if I had done that? 
Or why did I say that? That's stupid. I wish I'd said something else. Right, yeah. And it's like, that has nothing to do with anything here. It's just interesting when you tell these stories. It's like, what if I hadn't been thinking with my dick? I don't know. It turned out okay for me. Turned out okay for your dick. All six inches of it. Anyways. Six very girthy inches. (laughs) Oh, man. Do you guys want to move on to FMK or no? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. It's three o'clock, and I do have other things I need to do this afternoon, so... Hey, what a coincidence. It's 3 o'clock here, too. Ooh, yeah, because we're in, we're in the same time zone. Okay, sorry. for the. I'm not sorry for the derail. All right, so it looks like Chemist is first on the list. Uh, it doesn't really matter. I just went alphabetically and by order of importance. How about we do... <laughs> <laughs> How about we do your list first, since you're a guest? Sure. Do you want me to, do you want me to give the setup for this or no? Uh, do we really need setup? Well, just like what the theme is. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, well, well, we should say our we did uh, world leaders this week. So. Relatively contemporary world leaders. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll I'll go first. Uh, the list I have, I tried to make this like as um, difficult to choose who would be the best for the K part of this as possible. Um, yeah, your list really sucks, but like in the best way. I know, right? We got us a Donald Trump. A Vladimir Putin and Theresa May. <laughs> I love the way you said Putin. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. 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 Yeah, it's not like I'm from the UP or nothing. Uh, so I guess if it's my list, I have to start. Is that what the rules are? Yes. Okay. Those are the rules. I've had a few, so it's uh, it's getting fuzzy. God, I don't know. I feel like I'd be doing the world the biggest service if Putin was the K here. But then I'd have to marry either Trump or May. Jesus, hold on a second. The ways of many outweigh the needs of few. Yeah, okay, so, okay, okay. I've got it. This is as self-serving as it gets. Killing Putin to get my, like, good deed of the millennium out of the way. Because I'm sure, like, in the future, people will be like, if you had a time machine, would you go back and kill Hitler or Putin? And they'd be like, what's the difference? <laughs> um. So, uh... I would probably I would probably fuck Theresa May just so I can be like, all right, you need to do a soft Brexit and you need to do it quickly, because that's going to be a huge clusterfuck if you don't send Lord Buckethead. I don't care. Just make sure it's done properly. Which de facto leaves marrying Trump, but I have a plan for this: divorce he ass and uh, get half of the assets, which it's more money than I have now. Trump would totally make you sign a prenup. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I'm convincing enough that I can be like, no, baby, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, man. I'm just Trump bangs things. I've seen the website. I know what you do. I know what you're into. <laughs> Which unfortunately that website got hacked. <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore. Indeed. But yeah, so that's that's my pick. Um kill Putin, fuck uh Theresa May and Mary Trump because it's a shitty choice. Chemist, do you want to go next, or you want me to, t- to go next? Yeah, I will go next, because, you know, if you're metagaming this anyway, I might as well do the same. So kill Trump, because why not? If you have to deal with... What was his face? His vice president? Uh, Pence. Yeah, Pence. Well, uh, yeah, I think Pence can fuck over US, but at least he probably won't fuck over the rest of the world, so... Your problem. See, you say that. I say that. <laughs> and then, if we can metagame shit, I think I will marry Putin, 
because of all the anti-gay propaganda he's been spinning, I'm pretty sure he would get lynched. So that's like two in one. That is a really good point. Which leaves me with fucking Theresa May. I can take one for the team. I killed two people already. <laughs> you killed two birds with one FMK. It's great. Two birds with one dick. <laughs> the dick that changed the world. All six inches of it. <laughs> okay, so I'm struggling. But uh, I think I'm going to marry Trump. Because then I could be the first lady. You are a pretty lady. I didn't think about that. That would make me really happy... And also, I could be remembered as the best part of the Trump presidency. Because the damage is already done. And even though it would be, like, personally satisfying to kill him, it wouldn't undo everything that's happened for the past six months. So I just would try to make the best of a bad situation on that one. Plus, when he dies, as long as I, I don't lose my good looks and he divorces me before then then I will get some portion of his money. And I don't believe that he's got as many billions as he says he does. Oh, fuck but, no. you know, what's the difference between, you know, six billion and three billion or two bit like, you know. It's, the difference is three billion, that's math. Are you convinced he's still in positive because he did have shit ton of debt? Yeah, I have my own theories on that, but we should probably see what uh, Jared's um, kill and fuck are. You know what? I'm just going to hope for the best because I'm an optimist, apparently. So, as we've discovered from VGL, I'm I'm the optimist of the group. So Wait, Rage is a pessimist? What? <laughs> I know, right? I know. So, uh, so yeah, that's what I'm going to go with Trump. And then I think I'm going to kill Theresa May because she's driving the UK almost as bad as Trump's driving the US. And I don't like her, and she's not attractive... And even as a, a British lady, her accent's not that great. So I'm going to kill her. And then, using Chemis's logic, I'm going to fuck Putin. I'm going to film it. I'm going to put it all over the interwebs. And then his own, like, his people will murder him. That is, that is more thought out than I went with it. Curse you, Drambui! You know, we're a lot more experienced in FMK than you do. Than you are. So you will get on this level. Plus, we made you go first so we could think about it. Yeah, I didn't I, I didn't have time. I was just like, oh, crap, on-the-spot decisions. Let's go. Okie dokie. Chemist, who went first last time between the two of us? Was it me or you? I think I... Yeah, I think I went last... I I went first last time. I think I have a solution here. I mean, we're on webcam, so we can do this. I'll just point at the person who I think should go first. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, it was a dumb I joke. I see what you did there. Yeah, it was a dumb joke. Okay. Well, if you went first last time, then I'll go first this time. Uh, so yeah, my list. Angela Merkel, Justin Trudeau, and Queen Elizabeth II. And this is a tough one, all positives for me. I think Justin Trudeau is pretty cool. Uh, and he was the first politician to figure out how to defeat Trump's ridiculously stupid handshake. So he gets some bonus points for that. He's got really strong hands, which would be good for the sex. Angela Merkel is, like, my hero in politics right now. She's, like, the, the new leader of the free world or whatever, however you want to... Like, that's what at least what a lot of people refer to her as in the news media and such. So she gets some big bonus points for that. But then Queen Elizabeth, she's just so adorable and sweet. After uh, Theresa May the other day, after there was that huge fire in London, 
uh, Theresa May was like, yeah, we can't go down to the site because it's too dangerous. And the queen was like, fuck that shit. I'm going. I'm paraphrasing the queen's words, of course. And she goes down like to the, the site where the fire was. It's a direct quote. Why the fuck's shit and goes there? And she, and she was like talking to all the firefighters and the rescue workers. Like, the queen don't give a fuck. She is really old, though. So I think I'll fuck the queen. Wait, what? <laughs> because there's, there's, what was the logic? There's not a. She doesn't have a lot of a lot of years left. I mean, she's like ninety one, I think. She's the oldest sitting monarch. I know that. She's old and frail, so I'll so, pile drive. Yeah, her. I'll just go ahead and break her damn pelvis. <laughs> I can go gently. I can be gentle with her. Have you seen you? She's not gonna. I'm a very gentle man, <laughs> but Sorry. she's not got a lot of years left, so. There wouldn't be much left after that. That's why I wouldn't want to marry her. And then I think I would kill Justin. I mean, like, there's nothing horribly wrong with him, but he did touch Trump, so he's, like, in some way, like, caught the orange. (laughs) And it's just not showing up yet. It's going to take a few more years to develop. Both of you want to marry him, so I don't think you're really in place to make demands. I absolutely can make demands. Uh, And then that means that I'll marry Angela Merkel, because she's, like, my political hero right now. So, yeah. That's me. Kyle? Uh, okay. I've actually been thinking about moving to Germany anyways. I speak decent German and most Germans speak English, so I've been thinking about getting a transfer over there. So yeah, let's marry Angela Merkel and get myself a green card. I know that's not actually how that works, but uh, yeah, let's do that. But then it comes down to, oh god, this is going to sound terrible, but for your same reasoning, I think I would fuck Justin Trudeau. <laughs> because that leaves the queen to be killed. And the thing is, I wouldn't be like, all right, get down. It would be like, we're going to make a spectacle out of this. It's like, this was your life. This is beautiful. It's time to pass the reins of power. And it's going to be like a televised ceremony. And it's just going to be like, it looks like she's just going to sleep. Okay, cool. We're good. And it's like, no, no. Push her off of Big Ben. Well, that yeah, that's that's obviously how it ends. But it's going to be televised. It's going to be like, everybody's like, oh, you've done such a wonderful thing. And then you'd like push her off Big Ben. And then she lands in like a Cornish pasty or something. Let's like been laid out on the street or something else equally. No, she falls onto a double decker bus, which then crashes into the tube. There we go. I don't think we can get more English than that. There's got to be a corgi in there somewhere. Well, she gets thrown off with her corgi. Oh, okay. That shit gets to follow her to the afterlife. Okay. If you believe in that sort of thing. If not, we've just murdered a corgi. But all right, Kimis. For that very same logic, I'm just going to kill Queen Elizabeth. Who's who's even the next one in the line of succession? I think it's not her son. I think it actually passed over to her grandson. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, she doesn't have too many, too much to live. So yeah, let's make a spectacle out of it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My man. Ah, oh, high five. <laughs> Nice. Nothing Bantman like regicide. <laughs> Somebody's been playing Age of Empires 2. <laughs> and then... I don't know, Justin's such a cutie pie. But Angela, I think it would be way more useful to marry her for pretty much the very same reason. Because you know what, I've also been considering moving to Germany. Yay! Flatmates! Yay! We'll just move in with Groove. Yes, and oh my god, that would be a sitcom. I could also move to Canada. How's your English? (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Thank you. Good job. Hmm. It's a pretty hard decision. Okay, so I think I would go with 
marry Angela Merkel and fuck Justin Trudeau, which I believe is the same decision as Kyle made. Yep. So yeah, we're fuck buddies. Yeah, we are. Eiffel Tower, that shit. Yes, and you know what? We'll invite <laughs> you over. It'll be fun. Awesome. Okay, so that leaves me with my list, which unfortunately, because I didn't really pay attention, and by the fu- by the time I realized what the team was, all the interesting people were taken. I am left with Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and David Cameron, which is kind of unfortunate because that makes the list pretty easy. Yeah. But then I don't really know. I probably I probably would not kill Clinton just to not give Trump the satisfaction of it. So kill David Cameron. Well, he's not the prime minister anymore, so it's not really relevant, but yeah, why not? I don't think he's ever been that great of a person. Yeah, marry Barack, because I think he's a pretty cool guy, and fuck Clinton, which is, yeah, again, unfortunate, because this makes this list pretty easy. Unless you have some others' opinions. I do, actually. <laughs> okay, you go. Okay. You go, and then I'll go. All right. I agree with you on the David Cameron thing because there are certain qualities in a person that I believe are unredeemable. Uh, as far as an FMK list go. And David Cameron is kind of an ass. Like, I'm an ass. He also fucked a pig. Allegedly. Yes, I'm an ass, but I'm fun about it. I would actually go the exact opposite you on the M and F of this. Because Barack Obama was the president you could have a beer with, so I'm thinking, like, the beer led to, like, one terrible decision, and, you know, it's like, well, yes, we can. (laughs) It's like, all right, that's all the permission I need to do this. But the reason why I'm thinking Mary uh, Hillary Clinton is because if you remember back in the 1990s, uh, Bill had uh, Monica Lewinsky. I want to one-up Bill Clinton (laughs) and steal his girl. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a pretty solid plan. Do I look like a man with a plan? Oh, I'm trying to decide. So I'll start with the easy one first. Obviously, kill David Cameron. Well, that's universal. Like, I thought about going with, like, some some sort of animal sodomy joke or something and, like, having a threesome, but... Nah. David Cameron just sucks. So <laughs> I'll kill him. But I'm not sure if I want to marry Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton. I've got a, I've got a huge man crush. I'm Barack Obama. Who doesn't? <laughs> I'm straight and I still do. But at the same time, if I married Hillary Clinton, I could be in the Clinton family. And that would be pretty cool because I could sit and listen to Bill Clinton play saxophone and I'd be Chelsea Clinton's dad. And I would be okay with that. And I would also have a massive, like, inherit a massive socio political fortune. So that would be pretty cool. But Barack Obama, the rest of my life, waking up next to his smiling face. Hmm. Think about it. Every morning, you could hear, yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's That sold me. I'll marry President Obama and uh, just just have a one-nighter with, with Hillary. She'd probably just spend all night listening to me talk about stuff. I've heard she's a very good listener. That wouldn't be so bad. It'd be like... A sex therapy session. It would be. Just be sure that she doesn't email about it. 
<laughs> oh, sick burn right there. But yeah. Man, that was a really quick FMK. <laughs> well, that last one was pretty easy. Plus, Katie came in here and scolded me, so I'm pushing the speed button. Yeah, I thought it was weird when she showed up behind your camera with, like, the whip and the leather, but... um, You do you. It's like, well, you know, it's Jared. It makes sense. We're good. Yeah, just about anything makes sense with me, really. Dragon and uh, fucking turbo jet engine. There you go. Bim, bam, boom. Literally, bim, bam, boom. Well, if you're coming that fast, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm not sure if you're leaving anybody satisfied. Well, I mean, your car is, obviously, but... Um... Sometimes I am, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you for letting me come on this podcast and derail you guys. You're welcome. I have to share this. This will just take a second. Sometimes, like, Katie and I have made a game about seeing how fast she can make me come. So every once in a while, it'll be like, hey, do you want to see if we can break the record? It's like, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> I am feeling greedy tonight. <laughs> so far, uh, 22 seconds. That's our fastest time. That's impressive. I think the worst time I had with, well, like the, the best time for that, but the worst time for Melanie was one time uh, we had been like snuggling. It was like really just a nice intimate day and whatnot. And so it's like, you know what? Let's cap this off. One, two, done. Nice. She's like, I swear this never happens. And she's like, yeah, I know it never happens, but it's really funny. That's why I'm pointing, pointing and laughing. True love right there. True love. It really is. It really is. I would love to have both of you on the show someday. Oh, Mel's and I? Yeah. Well, she'll tell you some stories. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should go ahead and veto this, or I could yes and it. I think I'm going to go with the second one. Well, ax yeah, she will just correct you. Well, actually, we didn't even reach the two. <laughs> it was one and then like a half beat. And then we were, you know, it wasn't even one. I mean, he was just standing there. It was weird. He wasn't even standing there. He was standing in the restaurant we were at beforehand. Just keep moving the time back. <sighs> you silly boy, yeah. Well, I try to be entertaining as well as uh, actually providing some content. Well, we have a lot of content to go through. Woo! Have fun with that. You can shoot us an email at straightpretzel at gmail.com or send a tweet to at straightpretzel. All of this plus more can be found at straightpretzel.wordpress.com. Our intro music is Disco Meduse by Kevin McLeod, provided free of charge on Creative Commons license. Find out more at incompetech.com. We are powered by Internet Archive Free Hosting. And remember, if your would-go-gay list is longer than five people, you ain't straight. You also forget four. Why does it happen? It happened last week with Jared. I said four? There is a four. I said four! Yeah. I bloody had a four-way here. This is a thing that happened. All right. Remember, if your would-go-gay list is longer than five people, you ain't straight, but you're in great company. Stay Stay fabulous. fabulous.